0: Well, that's five seconds of silence that we can use to cut out the sounds of our cat having a bath.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, we were silent, she was not. <laughs> very loud,
0: very loud.
1: So, it, is this the podcast?
0: This is the podcast.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Episode 45, hello and welcome to Fuck Me 45? Dead. 45? 44! <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fuck Me Dad, the podcast that brings you the stories from Australia and its buddies that just make you say, fuck me, dad, I'm CJ!
1: I'm Amanda! Woo! <laughs> I couldn't quite match your energy there, but I tried. I gave it, I gave it my best shot.
0: Poppy, do you want to say anything?
1: pop want? do you, do you want to speak?
0: You want to scream the rest of the time, why not now?
1: She has no comment.
0: She's got no news.
1: No news, no fake news.
0: No fake news, no real news. All she has is scream and fur.
1: an accurate description of her entire personality
0: but i've got news because that's well that's the podcast
1: oh i was gonna say what news you haven't told me
0: yeah no nothing exciting in my life
1: oh okay (laughs) so what's been going on how are you i just told you (laughs) nothing exciting
0: nothing exciting yeah i got nothing you got nothing nothing at all no oh
1: dear lord i
0: don't (laughs) know if we'll keep that in
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh i think we should Yeah, have to admit, not much going on with me either, you know, work. I cut my hair today. Yeah, I'm still mad about it.
0: I looked like a middle-aged Japanese celery man. That's the haircut I had, balding (laughs) on top, really thick on the sides. I had to go.
1: Okay, whatever. How are you feeling about the Dan Andrews press conference today? For reference, we are recording on Sunday night.
0: Uh, I barely watched it. I get you Yeah, but like, you know
1: what the changes are and stuff. I mean, that's really the most important part. Sure
0: is a lot of stuff that won't really affect me. Yeah, have to admit. I (laughs) I mean, I I don't care either way, so.
1: Yeah, I have to admit, it doesn't really, uh...
0: He could say tomorrow, actually I lied, we're all going to be able to go out tonight, and it's back to normal, and I would probably still just stay home, because one, well, I'm unemployed now, so can't really afford to go out and spend money, and... Two, I don't know. I just feel like it's not worth rushing out straight away at the end, anyway. So I'm sure I some mean, people will, yeah. and um, I'll let them be the guinea pigs, and we'll see what happens. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm the same. I have no real desire to go out in public anytime soon, to be honest. Um, because I feel like even if it is safe and everyone does go out, it's just going to be like chaos and dickheads that I don't want to deal with. And I'd rather just wait till it all just comes down. I mean, the only thing I was kind of hoping that would change is that we'd be allowed to invite people over, but that sounds like it's. At maximum, like two weeks away. Yeah, or, well. or yeah, two weeks away. So, look, that's fine. I can live with that. That's not a problem.
0: You know what I want? What? I hope it's also only two weeks away. it's my fucking graphics card? It's been a <laughs> that's month. That's all you care it's about. Been your a graphics month since card? I've ordered it. it. hasn't turned up yet.
1: I don't know. I guess hmm. the time will only tell on that one as well. No, <laughs> oh, it'll get here eventually.
0: I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'll be patient. I can wait. And it's a month later to the day. I'm like, oh, I would have thought I'd heard something about it by now.
1: Unlike the webcam I ordered. <laughs> Still waiting for that.
0: <laughs> I thought they got cancelled.
1: Um, well, I mean, they did give me a refund, but I mean, where did it go?
0: To uh, one of the delivery drivers' homes. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably. <laughs> probably never going to see that. Actually, because I still kept the tracking open for it. And when I refreshed it the other day, it was just like 404 not found. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, what do you got? Got three stories. No way, same.
0: Two from Adelaide, one from Sydney. Okay. Wow. Two from South Australia, one from Sydney. Okay. Got a quick one to start off with. And then a couple of more moderate ones. Uh, and, uh, they're all probably pretty quick, actually. But yeah. you're taking us back to the Bass straight.
1: Sort of. Sort of. So, sort, sort of. of. Yeah, my, fir- my first story's pretty quick and my last one's pretty quick. Middle one... Is your last one funny? Good question. Not... I wouldn't say f- oh, sort of. Not. Not, like, super funny. Okay. Well, mine's
0: at least kind of feel good at the end, so maybe I should go second.
1: Okay, so you want me to go first, that's what I'm hearing? Yeah. Okay. My first one's real quick, but I could not pass it up. I could not pass up. Is
0: this this... the one you're like, I can't wait to tell you this?
1: No, that's my last one. That's my last one. I was like, I cannot wait to tell you this. I also can't wait to tell all of you who are listening this. And I mean, you're going to be like, oh my God, she's back on this bullshit. But trust me, it's worth it. However, my first story.
0: This is Big Cats again,
1: is it? (laughs) Possibly. (laughs) My first story is about crop circles. Okay.
0: This other thing. Big
1: cats and aliens. Are you trying to sum up my personality or Big Cats and Alien? <laughs> the weirdest thing is that I'm actually not that interested in aliens. Mm. Like I'm I'm actually not. <laughs> like I accept that they probably exist and that they probably haven't been here. I'm not really too like I'm not into aliens. <laughs> but I keep talking about them. Anyway, this story ends up being not aliens, spoiler alert. It was the big cats. No, it they wasn't. They formed the crop
0: circles. No, it wasn't. Cats all along.
1: <laughs> so did you know that the first known crop circles in Australia were the Tully Circles in 1966?
0: No, and I've never heard of them.
1: Me either. I actually Googled first crop circles <laughs> in Australia, and they still don't have a, an official explanation for how those ones happened. Dingoes. And you know the... um. The, the like the really famous British ones that they ended up coming out and saying it was all hoax and yeah. it was these two guys. Yeah,
0: two guys apparently with a stick. those two
1: guys cited that one as part of the inspiration for doing it. Oh, okay. So it was from before, hmm. and yeah, there was never really any "this is how it happened" kind of thing. Um, however, the one I'm about to tell you
0: does. Maybe it was the same person who made the stone can penis.
1: I mean, who knows? That could have been there since 1966. Who's Which, to say?
0: for the record, I did find the stone can penis on Google Maps.
1: <laughs> you're very proud. <laughs>
0: I Yes, I shouted quite loudly when I found yes, it. Yes, scared the shit out of me. I think you in a meeting at the time. <laughs> I've got a video. I'm struggling to get it to upload to Twitter because it won't accept the format. We'll,
1: we'll make it work. Don't worry. So
0: I'll, fu- I'll figure it out for you. But I have submitted it to Google as a new cultural landmark <laughs> for Australia.
1: <laughs> oh, the per- poor person at Google that's reviewing <laughs> that. <laughs>
0: And uh, they'll, they said they'll email me with an update on what they decide to do, so uh, keep an eye out for it.
1: Crop circles are still regularly happening in Tasmania.
0: Okay. Bored Tasmanian kids, yep.
1: <laughs> but Australian officials have figured out what's causing them. Okay. So that's your guess. Uh, Tasmanian bored children. Mm,
0: no, it's probably something else now. I'm going to go with Frost. Frost? Sure. That does make sense.
1: No, it doesn't. But, but okay, <laughs> I'm just going to... I'm going to give you a little fun fact to set the scene. A fun fact is that Australia grows 50% of the world's legal opium. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Oh, I had no idea. And I feel like that should be a pretty big clue as to what I'm about to say.
0: Is it drug people?
1: No, it's not people at all.
0: Oh, what is it?
1: Wallabies have taken to eating the crops and getting high. (laughs) Uh, Once they've eaten the poppies, they often walk around the field, which create crop-like circle patterns. Which initially confused the farmers. And they've now also spotted sheep doing the same thing. Mm. (laughs) So while it might have been fun to think about for a hot second that aliens were somehow responsible for creating crop circles in our opium fields in Australia, it's actually just Just some wallabies and sheep having a good time. Cooked up wallabies and sheep. (laughs) Apparently, though, this was in the article, and I thought this was really interesting. It has nothing to do with with what I just said, but it, I just thought it was interesting, so I'm going to share it with you. Apparently, they aren't the only animals to stick out getting high. Apparently, reindeer are known to try and find magic mushrooms to escape the alley of long, harsh winters.
0: That's bleak,
1: isn't it? <laughs> but I'm like, that's Jesus, also kind of how cool. hard is
0: Santa pushing them up there that they turned to mushrooms I mean, to get too by? Fucking cold, <laughs> Santa, if you're listening. shame on you (laughs) better work conditions for rudolph and his gang
1: but yeah honestly that's the whole story i just could not pass it up even though it was so short because the headline was crop circles created by wallabies stoned on opium uh, australian officials say (laughs) and i'm like no i can't i can't i can't pass that one up i can't like (laughs) i I quite
0: like poppy seeds poppy seeds on bread you
1: you you like opium it's not
0: opium it's just poppy (laughs)
1: seeds i actually do like poppy seeds as well yeah um Yeah, that's it. That's my first story. Hmm. How unusual! Yes,
0: you know what else is unusual in Australia? (laughs) What car chases?
1: I I mean, yeah, I guess you don't hear about car chases that often.
0: Yeah, I don't. I believe um, Australian police typically don't engage in a car chase because it's safer for the person to get away rather than risking other motorists by pursuing the vehicle. Yeah, the logic being that as long as you keep pursuing that vehicle, they'll drive recklessly.
1: Yeah, well, wasn't there that one like not far from here? Yeah, that was. But they did chase, and it ended badly.
0: Ended really badly. Yeah. So, there you go. They do occasionally, though, actually pursue. So, back in May, in Adelaide, or Adelaide Police, rather, engaged in a 90-minute car chase.
1: 90 minutes?
0: 90 minutes. Uh, Ended on the footpath outside of the South Australian police headquarters. They did half the job for them. During the chase, the pursued vehicle crashed through an unmarked police car, ran over tyre spikes, losing its back wheels at a toll gate near the Henson Tunnels, and continued on its rims back into the CBD. I don't know Adelaide well. So I looked it up. The tunnels uh they look like they're in some hills about eight kilometres southeast of the CBD in a straight line.
1: So not too far. So 10
0: kilometers if you drive because it zigzags down the mountainside, yeah. which is about 6.2 miles for Iberia. Back into the middle of the C B D where the police HQ queue is. It's about a 14-minute drive. So that's a long way to go on any rims while you're being chased by police. Yeah,
1: that wouldn't be good. I
0: don't inside the car, police find and arrested a 38-year-old woman and a 36-year-old man who they claim had no fixed addresses, which I assume that means they were homeless. But I don't know if that means that they're homeless.
1: I mean, I assume that's what it means.
0: Yeah. Also in the car is a 70-year-old woman. What? She's been stabbed in the stomach and is suffering head injuries.
1: So hang on, wait. Were they trying to get her to a hospital or were they the ones that did it?
0: She was taken to the Royal Adelaide Hospital in a serious but stable condition.
1: Okay, wait. How did that how did that happen to her? Eh? What do you mean, uh?
0: keep going. Okay. So the car, which is a Chrysler 300C sedan.
1: Isn't that kind of an XC car?
0: Yeah, it is. It was stolen.
1: Okay, makes more (laughs) sense now. Okay.
0: The man and the woman had hired a chauffeur to take them to the 70-year-old woman's home where they forced her into the vehicle.
1: If they stabbed
0: her and the driver saw it, it's not made clear. But for some reason, the chauffeur gets out of the car to report them to the police. So they forced this woman into the car and stabbed her.
1: Did they know this woman?
0: Sounds like it if they knew where her home
1: was. I'm just wondering what their relationship was.
0: Yeah. I couldn't find much more about it, but I didn't search too hard. Okay. Uh, But at some point, the chauffeur, so I said, he gets out. This is when the woman jumps in the driver's seat, nicks his vehicle, and drives off. Okay. The police chase begins after a witness reports someone inside the vehicle was stabbed, which I assume must have been the chauffeur driver, because who else would have seen that?
1: Yeah, unless, like, they've stopped at some lights or something, and And someone's looked looked over, and and they're like, what the fuck? (gasps) Yeah. Yeah. but there you go. Is that the entire story? That's all I got. You have left me with more questions than answers.
0: I'm sorry. I didn't... (sighs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, I want to know wh- why. Why did why'd they stab her? I don't
0: know. I can have a quick look. Hang on. Adelaide. Car oh, <laughs> chase. Stabbing. Yeah, there's not much there.
1: I kind of hate that because like, sometimes you do find stories like that and then you're like, well, I want to be able to give more information but there just isn't any.
0: Yeah, because I think it goes into court and then it's limited on what they can release when it's annoying.
1: Yeah, but then it never gets followed up and you're like...
0: Yeah, I would like to know why they took this woman and stabbed her. Sounds like she survived, though, at least.
1: I wonder if it was, like, a relative or something.
0: I, I assume it must have been. Like, it must be, like, the grandmother of one of them. But even if, say, if they were a couple, just the...
1: Honestly, I I feel pretty confident in saying they both sound like really not-quality characters. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry, my other
0: two stories have a little bit of closure.
1: Okay, good, because f- I'm feeling unsatisfied. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm probably going to tell you something that is also going to leave you unsatisfied, because it has no answer. So
0: there's no Snickers in this episode?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> I guess I should just tell you. Have you heard of the TV show The Kettering Incident? No. Okay. I haven't seen it and I hadn't really heard about it before either, because it's on Foxtel and fuck uh, that. <laughs> but apparently it came out in two thousand and sixteen. And it's loosely based on some of the true strange events that happen in Tasmania. Okay.
0: So like opium. Addicted wallabies.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've got I've got a Tasmanian theme going on this week for some reason. That was accidental. At least it's better than dicks, I guess. Mm. <laughs> so one of the storylines in the show is loosely based on a missing person's case, that I'm about to tell you about. Okay. I decided to go back to the Bass Street Triangle this week, and this case kept coming up in my searches. Although it's not in the triangle. <laughs> But apparently strange events happen in that area that people attribute it well, to being so close. The Marie but I,
0: Celeste wasn't in the Bermuda Triangle, but everyone associates with it, so whatever. Yeah,
1: I guess. But, like, I don't know. People saying, oh, you know, so close to the Bath Strait and it was a weird thing. And I'm like, but it's Tasmania
0: like, in general? So we, close to the Bath Strait, weird state.
1: But we're going to talk about Bruny Island, which is at the bottom of Tasmania. So, like, I don't fucking get that at all, but whatever. I, I okay. thought this was really fascinating, so we're going to talk about it. But, yeah, I just I do, I don't understand that at all. Uh, So we're going to talk about the Brittany Island disappearance. And, I mean, it's kind of sad because someone went missing and no one knows what happened to her. Okay. I'm going to tell you a bit about her. Rachel Finari was a 35-year-old American woman who had been living in Australia since 2001. Um, She had founded Lip, which was a magazine for feminist young women in 2002. She had traveled a lot in 2011 Rachel decided to book an eight-day trip to Tasmania and arrived on March 1 she was waiting to hear back from a job so instead of you know sitting around being nervous about what the outcome might be she just instead just decided to take herself on a little trip because she was living in Victoria at the time okay nice and I'm like good good excuses any really when Rachel didn't return to Melbourne like she was meant to on March 9 her friends reported her missing so, this is where I start to get a bit sus, because I'm about to tell you about the last two people who've seen her. And now, I'm not saying these guys did anything wrong, but I also would not have done what Rachel did. What um, year was this again, sorry? 2011. Okay. So, not, I mean, nine years ago, but I wanted to say not uh, too it's long interesting ago. interesting but... then that
0: they didn't realize she was missing until the last day when she didn't come back.
1: Well, I don't think she knew anyone. Not on social media with anyone? 2011. I guess, but like, she wasn't gone for that long. Like, her trip was only eight days. Mm. People probably assumed that she was off doing stuff. Like, you know, I I get it. It it yeah. makes sense. As far as I could tell, the last time anyone seen her was on March 3rd. Okay. I think. So, she wasn't gone for that long, but also she was gone for that long. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. The last people who saw Rachel alive were Gordon and Sarah Young, who had met Rachel on her trip the day before. All three of them had spoken about heading to Bruni Island, and Gordon and Sarah offered her a lift. Now, these were two people that she just started talking to in line for a coffee. <laughs> okay. Gordon and Sarah were like, kind of like locals. They had a little bit of a, I want to say holiday house on Bruni Island, but it was not that glamorous. So they picked her up uh, the next day. However, the weather was particularly bad and uh, hampered all their plans to camp on the island. Due to the bad weather, Gordon and Sarah suggested that she stay in their shack in Adventure Bay, which is on the island. Mm -hmm. Now, I've got to tell you, if two strangers I had never met before offered me to stay in their house, I would say fuck no. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have accepted the lift, (laughs) personally.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I probably wouldn't.
1: Oh, maybe.
0: I I mean, I I have a history of going off with strangers, so...
1: (laughs) I mean, I guess uh, Gordon was an older man and Sarah was his younger daughter. She was 19, I think. Yeah. And I think he was in his 50s or something. Okay. Not to say that they were untrustworthy people or anything. I'm just saying that I'm paranoid and I probably would not have accepted a lift. I would have been like, I'll meet you there, maybe. Something like that, you know. I've listened to too many true crime podcasts. Clearly, Rachel didn't. Or were podcasts even a thing in 2011? I don't know. Instead, they had lunch together and Gordon and Sarah headed back to Hobart and unfortunately no one has seen Rachel since. Okay. When the police began the search, the first place they looked was the shack which had Rachel's backpack and all of her belongings. Mm -hmm. People had been hoping she may have just moved on and not told anyone, but it didn't look like Rachel had packed up and left and everything was left as if she was planning to return to it. Okay. Police suspected that Rachel may have decided to do the bushwalk she'd been talking to Gordon and Sarah about on the fluted cape track which takes about two and a half hours to complete. Um, It begins at Adventure Bay and then splits off into two directions, one into thick forest and the other goes into dense bushland. Mm -hmm. Both paths end up at... Is it fluted? Fluted cape and goes right along the top of the cliffs with no barriers to stop you from getting close to the edge. So, I mean, I'm setting up here what I think probably happened to her. Yep. So if you're going to fall off that cliff, it would be a 272-meter fall into the ocean. <gasps> um, I don't think anyone's surviving that.
0: <laughs> Even if I you do survive to... the fall, you You're, you're probably
1: going to drown, yeah. So either way, not a great outcome. Mm. And, I mean, the likelihood of surviving either way, not good. Uh... So, obviously, police conducted an extensive search of the area, but turned up literally nothing. So, not like a piece of her clothing. Apparently, she had a camera on her as well and a few other things. None of that. They've never found any trace of her
0: not at all. I was going to say, could they find matching footprints or anything? But how many people walk on that track?
1: Plus, the weather was bad. Mm. By the time they were searching for her, there probably wouldn't have been anything.
0: Oh, okay. So, I, I assume you believe she's fallen off the cliff.
1: I'm going to talk about that very okay. shortly, about right. what I think. <laughs> They had climbers scaling the cliffs, police divers around um the bottom of the cliffs there, and they even had cadaver dogs, but they couldn't find anything at mm-hmm. all. Like there was just there was nothing to find. So, I mean, logically, I would probably say that she either got lost, which is like Australian bushland, so easy to do. Even I would assume in Tasmania, I don't think it's much different to the rest of the country. It's just, it all looks the same. If she's
0: on a track, though, it should be a fairly clear path for her to follow.
1: What if she Feared off because she's seen something she wanted to get a closer look at. I suppose. You know, something like that could have happened. And yeah, Australian bushland all looks the fucking same. Mm. It is so easy to get lost and not know where you are. So it's possible she had like five days or something. She could have died in that time. She could have slipped and fell, injured herself, anything. Anything could have happened. But because they couldn't find anything at all, I think that it's probably likely... That she fell off the cliff.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. And you said there was bad weather, like strong winds and stuff. So yeah, because it was bad weather you could of winds come on blowing her off.
1: Uh wet ground could have slipped. I like you know. I don't it sounds to me from everything that I because I even like it's really mad, but like when I was googling her name, I found her website and stuff like that, and she did not and no one else reported that she seemed like the kind of person who would jump. I don't think this was like a suicide or anything like that. I think it probably was definitely an accident Yeah. of she thought she could handle it, even though people said she had no experience hiking or bushwalking and accidentally slipped at the edge and went over. That's unfortunately what I think probably happened.
0: All right. Maybe go on to take a photo.
1: Yeah. Mm. And then slipped and fell. One thing I read said that it had like, um, you know, like pine trees. You know, how they have like needles that fall off. Apparently the ground on that track is covered in them. So imagine those wet.
0: Yeah. Okay. I've slipped on those before.
1: Yeah. Like, I think it would be pretty easy to say that that's logically what you think would pro- could probably be the most likely scenario. Hmm. But yeah, no, they tried really hard to find her. They had like infrared cameras on helicopters trying to find any trace of anything that they could find and just nothing. I feel like what happens with a lot of these things where you just have no answer and no way of really knowing is that... Aliens. Do so
0: people believe she was abducted by aliens? Look,
1: I don't think it's the popular theory. I don't, but get there are definitely some people who think it's possible. Why would
0: go to the middle of buttfuck nowhere in the hopes of finding a human to abduct?
1: Uh, it makes total sense to me. They don't want to be seen. They may
0: not even find a human if they go out there. They may not. Surely, it'd make more sense to go abduct someone from a tiny settlement somewhere rather than in the middle of nowhere. How well, do they even know there's a bush track there?
1: They might know more than you realize. I gotta tell you,
0: <laughs> I looked at the satellite footage. Right, it's hard to spot bush trails. <laughs> Okay.
1: Yeah, but they might just be better the, at the it The only reason us. I could
0: pick it out was because the bush trail that the penis is next to was marked and I was able to follow it along. And I saw a clearing from orbit. I'm like, I wonder if that's it. I zoomed in. And it was there. It was amazing. I just picked it out. from. It was the- amazing. It was so amazing. I was like, oh my God. No, nah, it's not fucking aliens.
1: Okay. Well, hear me out for the justification that some people do think that maybe there was some aliens involved. So apparently...
0: Was it Fred? What's his name? Was it Fred? Did Fred come back and get her?
1: Interesting though, you mentioned that because... Is it going to come back? No, it's going to come back in my next story. Sorry. Okay. So I, I remember writing Fred Valentich's name when I was writing my notes today. Um, but no, uh, it's also interesting that you mentioned that though, because the TV show also includes loosely that story okay. of, of, of Frederick Valentich going missing. From what I read of like the synopsis of the TV show, it's just basically every batshit fucking bass straight triangle story you've ever read combined into one TV show. What
0: were the reviews of it like? I didn't read any. Oh,
1: anyway. What was it called? <laughs> Uh, the Kettering incident. I'm assuming there's an, a, a UFO sighting in there based on mm, the name.
0: It's a thriller. Uh, only 67% of Rotten Tomatoes. Mm.
1: It's an Australian show. They don't tend to do well. <laughs> yeah. So the reason that people think aliens could be responsible is because apparently in that area, there are a lot of reports all the time of strange lights in the sky. Okay. So not like just there was on that particular day as well, but it's not just that particular day. It happens All the time, apparently. Apparently, like, that southern part of Tasmania is just a hot spot for UFO sightings. So,
0: Yeah, but that far south, it could also just be random bits of aurora and shit.
1: Well, when I read about the lights in the sky, I immediately thought, could it be the Min Min lights? The what, what lights? The Min Min lights. Min 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 lights. Never heard of the Min Min lights? Look, there's some debate over whether they actually exist or not. But when I googled the mimin Min lights, because I, I mean I've heard of them before, but I've never actually really known that much about them. No, apart there's from... even
0: Aboriginal myths about them. Yeah, and so it, I should correct that to be Indigenous Australian
1: myths on this webpage, but that's fine. Yeah. Um. So look, mimin Min lights. It's a really old story. It it comes from Indigenous Australians. A lot of people report seeing them, but where they report seeing them is the northern end of the country in the outback. And people usually describe them as like mistaking them for headlights of a vehicle coming towards them, hmm. and then when they pass them, there's no vehicle there.
0: Interesting. There are so, videos and people taking selfies with them on the here, yeah, but I mean that could be faked.
1: I mean, yeah, exactly. There, yeah, there is some debate as to whether it's like an actual phenomenon or not.
0: Kind of like how um, Saint Elmo's fire is that one? Saint Elmo? No, that's a film.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. yes, it is. I was like, y- you mean what?
0: <laughs> um, it's like ball light. Yeah, ball lightning is what I'm thinking of.
1: But yeah, so I mean, mimin lights doesn't really fit the bill at all. Those were the only it's wrong things- place for them. So
0: it's the wrong place for them.
1: Yeah, definitely the wrong place. And mimin lights aren't generally described as lights in the sky. They're lights that are like your level, so that doesn't make sense either. Mm. I don't know if it is like a northern lights thing, or I mean, it can't be because it's south. <laughs>
0: Um ah, St. Elmo's Fire, though, is a phenomenon. So I wasn't wrong. Okay. It is a movie. Um, so ball lightning is like a ball of lightning that sort of floats through walls and shit. Okay. It's not known why it seems to be. It's like a thing that does happen, but it's not known why. And we yeah. can recreate similar things in labs. St. Elmo's Fire is a weather phenomenon in which luminous plasma created by corona discharge from a sharp or pointed object in a strong electric field in the atmosphere, such as those generated by thunderstorms, created by a volcanic eruption. Uh, it's named after a, a, basically a boat that got stuck in an aurora, so all this plasma was shooting off all the points on the boat. Right, okay, yep. And so that almost fire. Okay. Let's clearing myself up. Well,
1: there. it can't be any of those things either. <laughs> no. So I, I don't really know why people see lights in the sky all the time. It could be UFOs. Probably not, though. Probably not. It could be any number of things. It could be one of those things where people are expecting to see lights in the sky, so therefore they do. You know what I mean? It could be anything.
0: be like when I was a kid and I used to like lie awake at night with my eyes open and you see in the dark you'd see like colors and shapes and stuff. And I swear sometimes I was like, I remember once lying in bed and there was like this green color that kept floating out of the room and coming back in and stuff.
1: Hang on, wait, you're sensitive. Are you sure that you're, you weren't just seeing something? Mm. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean- That was the
0: house that I'm fairly certain was haunted, actually.
1: Yeah. Because I'm like, that's never fucking happened to me.
0: Huh. Yeah, a lot of strange shit happened in that house. It's gone now, though. Taken out in the earthquake in Christchurch in 2011.
1: Okay. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. I don't know. People, I think people like to say because cause there's no answer. Like, we're never going to know. mm Like, no one's actively looking for her or anything. She is presumed dead by, like, the coroner's office or whatever. No one's looking for her.
0: I, yeah, I'm fairly confident she's unfortunately gone off the edge of that cliff.
1: I mean, because, I mean, I don't know how much land there is around the trail that she went on, but if they couldn't find anything, I mean, to be honest, though, it did say in a lot of the things I read that the terrain was really rough outside of the trail, so it was really hard to search for her, so much so that they end up, like, scaling it back pretty quickly i mean it's possible that she is out there out there somewhere you know
0: we find people who've been lost in the ice for hundreds of thousands of years and stuff and they turn up so maybe one day someone will
1: find her i mean it's a possibility but because yeah no one's looking for her there's no no active investigation or anything no one suspects that anything happened to her there was no foul play or whatever and I think because there's like a mystery around that, people like to make up stories. Stories. And especially if you do have an area where people think they see UFOs all the time, of course you're going to connect the two and say maybe she was abducted by aliens. I unfortunately don't think that's the case.
0: No, it sounds like she just had an unfortunate accident. I think that's probably more what it
1: was. But look, it's fun to think that possibly she's just out there on a UFO somewhere.
0: Or more terrifying, depending on what the aliens are doing to her.
1: True. <laughs> I didn't think about it that way. Yes. Well, <laughs> one last
0: little fun fact then. Did you know when you look at a star in the night sky, the shape of it is unique to you?
1: So no one sees them the same?
0: Unlikely. So the the shape that you see of a star is determined by imperfections in your own eye. And Honestly, actually, I'm really fucked up then. It even varies from the right and left eye to some degree.
1: Okay. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, I think I think you know. Unfortunately, it is just that that story is just an unfortunate accident that happened. That people yeah like to say aliens, aliens. But it wasn't alien. This is the thing though. We'll never have an answer, so you actually can't say that it wasn't. Sure, I can. No, you can't. Yes, I can
0: say it wasn't aliens.
1: <laughs> but you don't know that for sure. You can't make that definitive answer. Just like we can't definitively say she fell off the cliff.
0: She probably fell off the cliff.
1: <laughs> Look, anything is possible when you don't have the answer.
0: Well. For my next story we do have answers. Okay. (laughs) So we're not gonna leave you like that. Have you heard about Brett Hellcrow? No. I don't know how I missed it as well, but I did. But we're gonna learn about him today.
1: Okay. Is he a cool dude? I
0: hope no, I hope so. Okay. So between ten thirty PM and eleven PM on Friday, july thirty first of this year. Okay. Brett Hellcrow was viciously attacked by a group of at least nine high school boys as he was walking through Piermont in Sydney. What the fuck? He was stabbed in the stomach with a <gasps> bottle, slashed multiple times in the face, and stabbed in his right eye.
1: Oh my god.
0: It's possible that he then had his head stomped on before the boys left him on the sidewalk.
1: That's awful.
0: Yeah. Brett was quickly found by someone who had heard the commotion, like they heard him getting beaten up, and they're like, what the hell's that noise? No one doesn't investigate. Um, and he did survive his attack. So Brett is still alive.
1: Okay, well that's something.
0: Um, Doctors have some hope that he will even regain sight in his eye.
1: I was just about to ask you if he still had his eye.
0: But- They did manage to get it back in. Okay. They had to reattach it.
1: Oh, okay. Uh,
0: However, one of his attackers is now out on bail.
1: Are you fucking kidding me?
0: A $700,000 bail.
1: We don't have that in Australia.
0: Well, this is how it works. Okay. So he's a 15-year-old boy. He was granted bail by the Supreme Court on September 9th. The strict bail confines him to his home and school. A family member of the boy has agreed to forfeit a security worth $500,000 if he breaches this bail. Right, okay. they haven't actually paid it yet. On top of this, Justice Robertson Wright ordered an additional $200,000 cash to be posted to secure his release.
1: What the fuck?
0: So he must abide by 26 conditions of his bail. Uh,
1: So is he the only one that's out?
0: It sounds like it, yeah. So nine so kids why were arrested. There were possibly
1: Well, I guess more obviously involved. someone in his family has money who said yeah. if you if he does anything wrong we'll pay you. Fucking hell. Yeah,
0: he's the only one out so far of the nine who were arrested. There yep. was possibly a few more involved, but they only watched or something. I'm not too sure.
1: I'm pretty sure watching and not doing anything is still a crime.
0: Yeah. But nine Teenage boys are arrested over this incident. So 26 conditions in his bail. He must obey all school rules and all reasonable directions given by his teachers. What the
1: fuck does that mean?
0: I guess it just means they can't tell him to like pull his pants down and shit himself and stuff like that.
1: Yeah, but they're a teacher. They can't do that anyway. I know, but... (sighs) I'm sorry, I'm already angry about this. They (laughs) say
0: reasonable, obviously. So, you know, a teacher could say, oh, give me 20 bucks. And he's like, I'm not going to do that. I they could say, well, you have to because of your bail. Yeah, that's okay. why it's reasonable. That's the wording for it. I'm not going to go through all 26 conditions, just some outlying ones. Um, He's not allowed to use the internet or social media at all, except for schoolwork. Okay. He's certainly not allowed to contact any of the boys that he was uh, incarcerated with. Well, if Shockingly. they're still in,
1: <laughs> I doubt that could happen anyway.
0: Hmm. Well, that's why I said only nine got arrested. So there might've been some more that know about it. Right, okay. Uh, he must be accompanied by his mother, father, or sister on his way to and from school.
1: How the fuck are they ever going to enforce anything? Any of this.
0: He's also going to report in with Burwood police three times.
1: Yeah, that's the a only week. one that they're actually going to monitor. Yeah. Like, this is ridiculous.
0: He has spent the time between the attack and the bail being granted behind bars. So he did spend up to nearly two months in prison. Not enough. Yeah, I agree. He needs to be in longer. <sighs> now, this article was written on the 29th of September. At the time, it seems like he was still actually in prison. Okay. So even though he got granted bail in early September, he's still in there. That might have changed by now. Uh, most of the attack actually got caught on CCTV cameras.
1: So there's proof.
0: Yeah, they know it. They not only is there CCTV proof. Court documents showed uh, this boy in particular gloated about the attack in text messages and group chats.
1: Okay, even more of a reason why he shouldn't be out.
0: Yeah, no, this kid's fucked. They all are. But
1: well, yeah, obviously, I don't like. I don't know. Like when I was that age, I definitely wasn't thinking about beating the shit out of people.
0: Yeah, and it's not. This is a random attack. They just picked so Brett. So they've
1: never met this guy before. Brett
0: was just unfortunately in the wrong place at the wrong time. And they're like, there he is. There's the guy. We'll just get him.
1: Was it like late at night? Was he alone?
0: Yeah, it was in Piedmont between 10.30 and 11 p.m. on a Friday night.
1: During lockdown.
0: In July. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, There would be people around, but not many. Yeah. So a bit of a trigger warning here. I'm about to go into some details. I'm going to read out some of the text messages. Right. So you might want to jump ahead just a couple of minutes. Quote, I put the shattered bottle in his stomach. And then another boy slid his face like 15 times and stabbed him in the eye. He stuck it in his eye, put it in deeper and swivel the knife around. So funny.
1: So funny. Yeah. Oh my God. This, if, if he gets out, he's going to be a serial killer. Like no doubt.
0: His eye was like a coin slot. Ew. And he would also claim to these text messages that he would taser police if they tried to arrest him.
1: Did that happen? I bet it fucking didn't.
0: No, he didn't manage to taser the police when they arrested him.
1: What an asshole. Yeah.
0: So that's where the story is. Brett um is recovering in hospital from what I understand. Still, still, it's a long oh, recovery. I mean, he's got a little daughter and a wife. Uh. And so there's a GoFundMe page out there for him if you go looking for it. I think he probably has enough by now though, and that's all the surgeries happened. Um, like I said, they are hoping his eye gets vision back. They've never shown any pictures of his face after the attack, so if you go looking and you're worried about, you're not going to see that. You will only see pictures of him before. Okay. I will lastly say that some, but not all, of these boys attended elite private schools
1: oh of course they fucking did uh,
0: Sorry. i say that since we've had some other instances of students from those schools recently revealing what total fuckwit wanker scum they actually are
1: oh, i'm always at the um muck uh, muck up day the muck up day thing stuff yeah. uh, one of those include like one of the things on the list was assaulting a homeless man mm. so i'm not surprised really
0: yeah i think it also says a lot about them that one of the things on that list was a peak a boo and it was like getting to see a nipple It says a lot about the maturity of these boys <laughs>
1: Yeah, but the thing is about the markup day stuff, that's from, like, 18-year-old boys. Yeah. Like, they're adults. They're about to, like, go into the adult world, and that's still the way that they fucking think. Like, yeah. that was ScoMo18. Yeah. Like, ugh. Anyway.
0: Yeah, that's the fucked up part. Yeah, they will probably will go on to be in government or...
1: Yeah. No, because they are. They're, like, Australia's and rich and elite. Like, that. that's what's going to happen.
0: Yeah. And these guys will join them.
1: Ugh. <sighs> I mean, I hope that they never get out of prison.
0: Yeah, I, I, I really hope he fucks up his bail, but he's still underage, so he's not going to be able to be charged mm. as an adult. But I think this is a case where they should do it. Like this was a, clearly a premeditated attack. They it were clearly out looking for It doesn't even matter if someone. it was
1: premeditated or not. No, the fact that they were still. I don't know. I, I would think... How old is this kid again? He was 15. This is the thing. I think most 15-year-old kids, that wouldn't even enter into their mind as something to do. Much less actually being able to carry it out. I think like you might get a few tough guys in like high school that think that they could like bash someone if they wanted to. Yeah. But they wouldn't actually be able to carry it out when it came down to it. If you can actually hurt someone that badly and think it's funny there's something wrong especially when you do it in a group see i don't know
0: i think it makes it worse because that just proves like you're a weak shit
1: well yeah i was gonna say it, it proves that you can be easily influenced but the fact that you could do it at all mm. says to me that this is something so severely wrong yeah that like, like you've cut off the
0: part where you think to yourself that this is another human
1: yeah exactly and that there's no morality or guilt or any of that that that's where it gets dangerous like i just feel that if you Especially the one that you're reading out the text messages from. If you let that person back out, like...
0: Well, he's the one on bail.
1: That's what I mean, though. But if if he doesn't end up being back in detention or whatever, I have no doubt that he'll do something else. It's kind of one of these cases where where we're going to read about it in a few years' time or whatever, and we're going to go, why didn't they do something before? How many of those have we spoken about? Like, just some system is fucked.
0: Yeah, I think it's very stupid that you can just pay a bunch of money and get out. Yeah, no, that, so that is fine. Punishes mm. poor people then.
1: Exactly. I think. I think that's totally unfair.
0: Like one of those countries where I think it's Iceland or one of those Scandinavian countries where the fine is a percentage of your yearly income.
1: That makes way more sense, right?
0: Isn't that way more fair?
1: Yeah, because like...
0: Then it punishes everyone equally.
1: Yeah, exactly. Kind of the way tax is meant to work, but it doesn't. Mm.
0: (laughs) But yeah, that's all I got for you. So, Brett, I hope you get division back. Same. That teenage boy, I hope he has horrible things happen to him in prison.
1: I mean, I hope he ends up in prison. Yeah. It kind of sounds like there's no guarantee that that's going to happen. Yeah, I really feel for Brett. It was Brett? It was Brett. Poor guy. Jesus Christ. It's one of those things where you would just like never believe that something like that would happen to you.
0: Yeah, just was walking along probably on his way home at late at night Probably something. done
1: that plenty of times before.
0: Okay, I'm going to bring it back up a bit.
1: Okay. So you did guess before what I'm about to talk about. Big cats. Does involve big cats, but I promise you, it's worth it. <laughs> okay. okay, well, I thought it was worth it when I read it. Other opinions may differ. Look, I know that we've probably talked about big cats too many times, and I have deliberately not spoken about sightings and stuff because I'm like, you guys don't need to hear the same shit over and over again. Mm-hmm. So this is slightly different. I don't know. I don't know why it is, but like I have like looked at so many articles recently about sightings and stuff like that. It just seems to be getting a lot of attention lately. Okay. I don't really know why. Maybe
0: because there's less people around at the moment, so the cats are coming
1: out. Maybe. Ooh, maybe.
0: The cats out of the bag. <laughs>
1: um, I uh. think I think the recent attention started when Grant Denya, You know, you know Grant Denyer. Yeah, weather guy. Yes, he is a weird guy. Yeah, okay. He said a few months ago that he had installed cameras, including infrared and motion-detecting night cameras on his property So, Grant Denyer is a... Yeah.
0: He's a a catter. He's a cat truther.
1: He's installed cameras, like high-tech, apparently military-grade cameras. Fuck, how much money does Grant Denyer make? He's been on TV forever. I'm sure he's loaded. Hmm. On his property in Bathurst, after he's spotted numerous times of what he believes to be a panther. And he says that it is sheep-sized. That is not a feral cat. I'm. I'm not saying that. That's actually what he's saying. <laughs> but if 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 that is Does Brett know accurate... that these
0: sheep come in black as well. Brett. Yeah. I mean Grant. Grant, sorry.
1: Does he realise the sheep come in black? Yeah. I think I think Grant Daniel knows the difference between a fucking sheep and a cat. <laughs> I don't
0: know. He's a weatherman. He's not a bloody zoologist.
1: Yeah, but he's still a human with eyeballs. <laughs> he's,
0: not, he's just a, He's not a weatherman. He's a television presenter.
1: I thought he was a weatherman. I thought he did the weather at some point.
0: He might have one more. He does like he's the presenter on Dancing with the Stars and Australia's Got Talent and all that.
1: I mean, I don't watch any of those things, but I definitely knew who it was. Yeah. Anyway, I'm on the right face. Whatever he does on TV, he's on TV. Yeah. And he does a lot of things on TV. Oh, he's short. He is short. <laughs> but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the fact that he reckons he's. That's seen why he Panther. thinks it's
0: such a big cat.
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, at a distance, that's how he can tell it's a big cat. Anyway. That's not the reason that I'm talking about it. I just thought I'd add that in there as a fun little I This is what's been happening in Big Grand Cat Cats.
0: <laughs> prove Big Cats are real. No, no,
1: no. That's that's not what I'm talking about. I just added that in because I'd read it a couple of months ago and I thought I this is a perfect opportunity to just like whack it in there, you know? Okay. But the most recent thing that jumped to my attention is that Ford Australia has decided to provide cameras and other monitoring equipment to Big Cats Victoria in collaboration with the release of the new Ford Puma SUV. okay is that not the most ridiculous thing you have ever heard
0: i wouldn't say it's the most ridiculous thing i've ever heard but i I think it's i think it's fun marketing i like it
1: it's ridiculous (laughs) like actually ridiculous
0: Someone at Ford's a big cat truther as well.
1: Obviously. Uh, I did read in the article that apparently this was because of the proximity between the plant or whatever for Ford and where these guys are. But someone must know someone. They've got a connection in common. They've went, yes, this this will be funny.
0: Can't believe Ford approved it as well. They're like, okay.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Why not? I mean, I guess cameras and stuff are probably like petty cash to them. It's probably not a lot of money. No. Yeah. and, And all my reading about big cats, which I've done a lot, I didn't realize that Victoria had one. I thought we'd spoken about the in Victoria before. But like I didn't know like you know how like New South Wales has the Lisco Panther. Yeah. I didn't know that Victoria had like its own one. Its own one. Okay. Um, which is the Otway Panther. Mm. Now, Kate Otway should definitely sound familiar because that's the last place Frederick Valentich was spotted.
0: Oh my god. The so Panthers it got all Fred. Fucking he was
1: flying on his plane. together. Panther
0: jumped up, <laughs> flipped it upside down, it was the object he saw. Hell flying yeah. Flying Panthers Hell yeah. took Fred Valentich. <laughs>
1: Is that the um, <laughs> official story now? That's it. But it's yeah, what happened. the Otway Panther—it's just like the Lithgow Panther. But I didn't on know a that. Cape
0: instead of in the mountains.
1: Um. So yeah, it's about three hours outside of Melbourne, and there have been reported sightings of the Otway Panther since the nineteen sixties, but no good evidence you know no not many uh good photos or anything like that now
0: i mean this photo is pretty good that i just found on abc for the altway panther
1: i think you're looking because i was just about to mention that in the article they did post a photo of the altway panther that is actually pretty fucking convincing
0: he's like on the road or just off the road
1: i don't think that's hang on i'll send you the photo that i'm talking about because it's like next to a fence Okay. Which gives it sort of um, perspective on how uh, big it is. Yeah,
0: I think you've shown me this before.
1: No, I hadn't seen it until today, so. Okay.
0: But I'm looking at this picture of this cat. That's just a big feral cat.
1: Yeah, no, those ones I did see today as well. And I'm like, no, nah, that's just a feral cat. Like, uh, you it's can just, tell that's a feral cat.
0: Just big kitty. Looks like what else. But big. <laughs> but big. It's like one of them big boys we get when we go to the cat shelter sometimes.
1: Okay. I just sent it to you. That one is a little more convincing to me because it's like next to trees and a fence. So it gives you some kind of perspective. This is a
0: recipe for fairy bread jelly slice.
1: Oh my God. The one after that. (laughs) (laughs) But it looks like a big fucking cat.
0: Nah. No? Are you
1: kidding me? Are you not seeing the size of that? Nah, man, that's big.
0: Where is this fence?
1: Can't you see the fence behind the trees?
0: Oh, like that line.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's clearly like a wire fence.
0: Yes, yeah, so that's a why fence would probably come to like my hip or waist. This cat's only knee high. Yeah, that's a big cat, but it's not a panther. I
1: guess I I guess it does come back to how high is the fence. You don't know how high the fence <laughs> it's is. It's a
0: one foot fence. This is a midget <laughs> cat.
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I can see like the star pickets and stuff. Star pickets are like fucking six foot, so No they're
0: not. Yeah, they are. Those wooden fence poles aren't at my height, the wire fences.
1: I'm talking about a star picket. you know what a star picket is? No. Then how do you know if they're six foot or not? Oh,
0: I thought you were just talking about like a picket and a fence. No! star picket. These things? Yeah. 45 centimeters, 0.9. I can see you probably get all kinds of sizes. I don't know. I'm still convinced on that one.
1: I don't know. It, comparatively to like the trees and stuff, it does look big. Like that's probably one of the like most convincing
0: Oh, like those like seen. there's there's no it could be nothing else. That's clearly a cat. I'm just Oh kidding. yeah, that's
1: absolutely like a cat. I, I mean, I guess it just depends on how big the trees are in in the fence in comparison to the cat which we don't know. But it's probably one of the more convincing ones I've seen where at least it has something that you can compare it to.
0: I, I still think it's only about knee height on me though.
1: Knee height on you is like a dog size. <laughs>
0: I mean, <laughs> big feral cat. Look, I've come around. Look, in the production of this podcast, you've got me to come around to the fact that yeah, there probably there are big cats out there, but I'm sorry, they're just big feral cats. They're not fucking panthers and lions and tigers and bears.
1: You got fucking Ford Australia donating equipment. Yeah, you to know find why?
0: Because it. it's good marketing.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know. A lot of people. Controversies seem
0: humans- and conspiracies sell. <laughs>
1: That's why you can get
0: people to drink bleach.
1: Look, all I was saying about that photo is that it's more convincing than other ones that I've seen. Other ones I've seen are like, that's just a fucking cat.
0: Or that's, is that even there? That's probably a shadow. Yeah, like.
1: Yeah, no, that's a fucking cat, but. It's one of the more convincing ones I've seen. I hadn't seen it before and I was like, no, like, I could buy that. Why doesn't the
0: person who took that photo come forward and tell us how big the fucking fence is?
1: (laughs) I don't even know who took it. It was from a Daily Mail article. They probably just fucking Googled it. <laughs> it's real. not
0: even Australian. Um, <laughs> I, those were clearly very Australian trees. No, but. I was
1: very I was Australian. But like, yeah, it was just one of the more convincing ones. If if you're curious, I, I will post it on Twitter, but also it will be in the link in the show notes. But it's just one of the more convincing ones that I'd seen. That was it. That was, that was my, my whole thing. So, yeah, so basically they're donating that equipment so that the two guys that run Big Cats Victoria can, you know, find it. Yeah. Okay. And I just thought that was fucking funny that Ford was doing that.
0: (laughs) You know what else they might possibly see on those cameras? What? Wombats.
1: Oh my god, have you seen that video that's going around lately of the little wombat? No. Now I'm going to have to show you before I forget. (laughs) It's just like a baby wombat that's like super happy. He's so cute. Look at him. I didn't know wombats like played like this when they were little. Wasn't that worth it? That was a Ricky wombat. This is very as cute. I
0: was going to say, I can't believe they only give birth to one at a time, but I guess they've only got space in a pouch for one, so. Yeah. <laughs> it tends to be how marsupials work. <laughs> so cute, though. Well, my story is about wombats. We've spoken about them before on the show. You know?
1: Honestly, they're like, little units. They are. They're such little tanks. A lot of units.
0: And the story's about a particularly tough wombat.
1: Oh, is this about wombats injuring people again? No. Oh, okay. Quite the opposite. Oh, okay.
0: Julia Dangerfield, great last name. Uh, it is. Was driving to a vet clinic in Road, Sorry, Robe, South Australia, when she spotted a wombat, which she would come to call Harold on the side of the road.
1: Harold! Harold
0: the wombat. Quote, I was able to walk right up to him and pick him up, which is highly unusual. Mm. He had quite a lot of blowflies around him and it smelled awful, unfortunately. I think he had infected wounds at that point. I put him in my car. He hardly put up a fight. And once he was in the crate, he basically lay down and went to sleep for the whole drive. The poor little thing was absolutely exhausted.
1: Oh, my God. So what Harold, happened to him?
0: I'm going to find out. That's what I'm telling you the story. Don't worry. It's got a happy ending. Okay, good. Harold was taken to the Wombat Awareness Organization Clinic, which is a Facebook page and website, if you're curious, if you want to join the Wombat Awareness Organization's Facebook group. Okay. And treated for heat exhaustion and dehydration. At this point, they also x-rayed him and they found 26 shotgun pellets in Harold throughout his body from what? head to toe. He'd been shot.
1: 26 times? Well, it's a shotgun pellet. So I'm like, have... I don't know what the difference is. So I
0: don't shot... know anything about guns. So a shotgun, when it fires, it fires like it's got a big slug cartridge, okay. which is like you can fire like a single shot or typically what they use is pellets. So when you shoot the gun, a big spray of like shrapnel shoots out of it, basically. Oh, God, there's I different, hate guns. There's different kinds. So there's like bigger bucks, like buckshot for like taking down a buck or birdshot, which has lots more smaller pellets for taking out birds that cover the wider area. Ugh, okay. So he's either been shot once at a long distance with a shotgun and it's spread all through him. Yeah. Or he's, I don't know how many pallets usually in a shotgun shell. Probably depends I have no on the idea. shot. But yeah, he's been hit a lot. He's got 26 bullets in him.
1: That's sparked.
0: Yeah. It's also a Who crime. Would do that? It is that that is a crime you can't shoot yeah, native Australian say, animals.
1: All, like all native animals are protected, aren't they?
0: They are, yeah. I think there's exemptions for like things like kangaroos and stuff because we eat oh, cause them. Oh, because they piss. When we eat them. But that's like population control. Yeah. And we don't hunt wild ones. They're farmed, I believe, the ones we eat. Makes but sense. that that's a matter of Food safety as well. Mm. Anyway, quoting the Wombat Awareness Organization founder, Brigitte Stevens, or Brigitte.
1: Um, sorry, just back to the whole protected native species thing. Yes. The other thing about kangaroos, though, it's not like anyone can just go shoot them, right? Or can they? No, I guess you if can't. they're on your property, can you?
0: I think if they're a threat to you, you can, but you can't just go and shoot a kangaroo.
1: Like you just can't go roo hunting just because? Yeah. Right, okay.
0: You are allowed to go feral cat hunting,
1: though. Yeah, well, it's a problem.
0: It's a problem. Like, I love cats, but I'm also fully F- for yeah. people shooting feral cats. They're I bad for the environment. I as
1: well. I'm not usually for culling, but feral cats shouldn't be there. That's just irresponsible pet ownership, I think. Yeah. Or like it originally was. Now they're bred out of control, and now they're killing our native and species. And you probably can't
0: rehabilitate them.
1: For most of them, probably not. I mean, I don't know. We've seen- Semi feral cats that have come around, yeah. I think it depends the most how long part, they've been out there, yeah. I think, I think, especially if they're like born and bred out there, yeah. I don't know uh, if you get them young enough, maybe, but I don't know how much hope there is for a full grown feral cat that's lived out there its entire life to be really rehabilitated, yeah. Anyway, I don't know, I I don't, I'm not usually for that. I don't even like the fact that we cull kangaroos, but I understand why they do it, it's are fucking tasty, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, so quoting the WAO founder Brigitte or Brigida Stevens, it's spelt like Brigida from Overwatch, so I assume it must be <laughs> Brigitte. Quote, I'm trying not to get too excited as the next 48 hours are crucial and he is far from being out of the woods, but he showed enthusiasm for his food today. It's a really positive sign. Aside from this, he is still deeply resting and recovering. Please keep him in your thoughts. I know he feels everyone's love. Come on, baby. You've got this. Aww. So she also mentioned she's never seen a wombat that's been shot so much and she can't actually believe he's still alive.
1: See, I'm weirdly not surprised.
0: <laughs> yeah, fucking wombats.
1: Yeah, like they literally have armor.
0: Yeah, armor play to butt plates to plug up their burrows when things are trying to get in.
1: Yeah, like... I also
0: saw an article saying that wombats were herding other smaller creatures into their burrows during
1: wildfires and protecting them. Oh my them. god, that is so pure. Are you kidding me? Apparently, yeah. Oh my god. Love wombats. I mean they, look, wombats are like absolute little units, but they are so fucking cute. I mean mm. I wouldn't want to like go one, but
0: in high school I had a friend whose older brother ended up with a pet wombat illegally at one point.
1: Oh yeah. I knew people as a kid who had pet kangaroos illegally.
0: even in New Guinea, I knew someone who had a bloody pet wallaby.
1: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. In New Guinea, the fuck they got a wallaby.
0: <laughs> anyway. Um the South Australian Environment Department is investigating the incident because like I said, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You Good. can't just do that. Unfortunately,
0: he was found on the side of the road, so he was probably shot on someone's property, maybe, and got that uh. far and then collapsed. Good luck to them. I hope they do find them. Yes, yeah, same. Uh, I'm also happy to report that as of 19 hours ago, at the time of writing, so further, like a day ago now, yeah, the WAO Facebook page group confirmed he had survived his surgery after he had unfortunately taken a turn for the worse, as one of the bullets in him had moved into his bowels. No! But he's now recovering into sanctuary. Help. So it sounds it's like he's going to be okay. Live. If you'd like to follow Harold, they are posting updates on their Facebook page.
1: I will be following.
0: He's very cute. Really? Yeah. He's not like, they think he's only about three years old. <laughs> he's in a bit of a state, but if you go to the article, when I link it to you for uh, your side of it, you'll be it. What's their see.
1: Facebook?
0: That is the Wombat Awareness Organization. They've got tons of wombats on their page.
1: I think I found it. Wombat <laughs> in, Awareness. In South Australia? Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God, Harold! He is very cute. Oh, my God. Look at that little nose. (laughs) No. No. He died. What? I think I'm going to cry.
0: Fuck, there goes my feel-good story. What?
1: I was going to say, we might have to cut this to keep it a feel-good story. Unfortunately, earlier this morning, Harold succumbed to his injuries and passed away. When was that posted? Five hours ago. We were there every step of the way and couldn't have done any more. Miraculously, he survived the surgery yesterday. We were told that that was incredibly rare and we were up all night feeding and treating him. We stood by him every step of the way for the past 96 hours and as we could see how hard he was fighting, but in the end, his poor body couldn't fight anymore. It gives us some comfort that his last hours on this planet were in one bat luxury and not in any pain. He's past... Was very sudden this morning. This should not have been the case. Harold should never have been in this situation. 26 bullet wounds to his body is not on. Not for an animal, not for a wombat. <sighs> really
0: sad. So I posted that pretty much just after I finished writing my notes then.
1: It's like a photo of his body. I don't.
0: I'm gonna leave that in. Hmm? I'm gonna leave it in.
1: You are. It's very sad.
0: Well, <sighs> sorry to hear that. Harold.
1: I regret looking now.
0: <laughs> if you got money, I think they take donations.
1: I will say, if you look up their page, I love their little like banner because it's just two absolute wrinkly little units. <laughs> They're very cute. When
0: I went to their website, the first picture I saw was a wombat hugging a teddy bear. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so they are taking donations at the moment. It's World Wombat Day on 22nd of October. Yes. And they're trying to raise $100,000. $100,000. Well, get assu- out there. I'm, I'm assuming... I mean, I, I have to admit, I have not looked into them. You might better tell me more on this. I'm assuming that they help wombats in similar situations. Yes. Wombats that need help that have been injured.
0: Yeah, from what it looks like. I haven't looked into them a lot. I just looked at the website and went, oh, yeah, it's just a wombat organization.
1: Oh, my God. Okay. So to give... I mean, obviously, I I'm, I'm, I actually kind of shed a tear there because I already felt very emotionally attached to Harold, even though I only heard about him five minutes ago. <laughs> but there's a guy who is actually offering a cash reward if you know who did it, and he's offering $5,000 if you name who did it fuck yeah go jeremy
0: oh, i hope they catch harold's killers uh, i so will too. like why we're here promoting wombats and with the build-up to world wombat day oh my
1: god sorry i'm still looking at the page and there's like <laughs> a video of someone just scratching a wombat's stomach oh my god
0: if you're looking for other i'm assuming they've probably got an instagram page as well
1: oh if they don't someone should do it
0: but if I do follow a Wombat Instagram page. It's called Wombats of Tasmania. So if you're looking for more wombat, com- wombat Combat.
1: There's actually <laughs> wombat
0: a, Combat. There is a beer called Combat Wombat Oh, you now. showed me that. I earlier. <laughs> Not only that, I used to play back in the day in the Australian, New Zealand Battlefield scene, which has never been very big. But one of the names that stands out was a guy called Combat Wombat. Right. <laughs> I saw him recently last time I went to, back to Battlefield. It's like, Combat Wombat, oh my God, he's still around. He's out there playing Battlefield still. I'm just going to look Wombat. Awareness organization. Yep, they do have a Facebook page.
1: Yes, we were just looking at it.
0: Sorry, they have an Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I meant.
1: So if you just want some like cute photos of wombats in your feed,
0: go there or yeah. Wombats of Tasmania. That's another good one. They had a nice picture of a wombat peeing in the snow.
1: I do, I do love
0: a good wombat. They have a very cute Yeah, wombats are nice.
1: Maybe we should get one. Um, no, they can easily like fucking break your leg.
0: Ah, it'd be like having another poppy around.
1: She wouldn't do that to us though. <laughs> Okay, now I'm just kind of saying.
0: If you'd like to submit stories to us or to let us know how much I upset you with that last story, uh, sorry about that at the end there. You can email us at fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. That's fmedeadpodcast at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter at pod to keep up to dates and when episodes released and more. Hopefully eventually soon I'll also be retweeting the video of me finding the penis.
1: <laughs> Can't wait for if that. If I can ever
0: figure out what format Twitter will let me upload it in. <laughs> Might have to lo- upload it to YouTube. Okay. And then copy it to Twitter. I'll work it out. <laughs> All this information and more can be found on our website at com. You can also find a variety of ways to listen to the show, including on the website itself, which I know that some of you now use. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe at the time and please leave us a review. We will be back next week at the same time, same place, on whatever website you go to to listen to the podcast for episode 45.
1: Even though you thought today was 45. Even though I thought today was 45, <laughs> yeah.
0: Our anniversary draws near.
1: It is getting pretty close. We've only got like a couple of months. Seven.
0: Eight weeks including next.
1: Well, we took one week off. Yeah. So it won't be 54. It won't be episode 54.
0: No, because there's only 52 weeks in a oh, year. fuck. Sorry.
1: <laughs> 52. Why did I think 54 for? It's 44. Maybe. I just got confused. And We I- have a special coming up for it. Yeah, w- we, we, ha- we have plans in the works. We're going to do a special. 50 second episode. 50 second episode. <laughs> oh, I thought you said 50 second. Like, it would have less than a minute.
0: <laughs> I'm oh, like, going to Listen
1: to this shit. Hey, this is crazy. Goodbye. <laughs> Oh, no, I, it clicked with me eventually. Uh, <laughs> uh, so we're going to do, uh, I guess, an extended episode where we're just covering It'll one thing. It'll
0: be kind of like our um, shiki, shi shik, um, um, shinri <laughs> Japanese Jesus. Japanese Jesus episode. Yeah, it'll but be it'll be like mostly, that. it'll be entirely in Australia this time. Yes,
1: and it'll be. Spoiler
0: alert: You've definitely heard this story.
1: Oh, even if you're not in Australia, you have definitely heard this story or heard it's a reference. Probably one of the it. first
0: things you ever think about when someone mentions Australia, especially yeah. if you're a foreigner.
1: It's, I mean, I hate to say iconic, but it is. Yeah, and we're thinking about doing a live stream as well. Yes,
0: where we read foreign news stories instead. Yeah, so we can just that'll like be, muck around well, and have fun with it. I think that one we might be doing a bit. That'll probably be unscripted
1: yeah it'll definitely be unscripted we'll just
0: bookmark a bunch of shit we find funny maybe yeah 10 posts each go through them or something
1: yeah so yeah we'll just be probably hanging out for like a couple of hours or so we'll be drinking yeah um back on the goon <laughs> i have a couple of other ideas goon and vb okay i'm out i'm not doing it anymore <laughs>
0: what if we wear that vb cologne you saw
1: oh, <laughs> um i have a couple of other ideas that i haven't really run by you yet Okay. So there might be more coming as well.
0: Speaking of more coming, are you ready to be forthcoming? Yeah,
1: actually, I am ready to reveal the thing that you keep asking me if I'm ready to promo when I haven't been.
0: Which I actually, I think I cut out of last week's episode at uh, the end. I don't remember. No, no,
1: you did ask me and I said no. Okay. It, was, it was in the audio. So I am, because <laughs> I'm a glutton for punishment, apparently, I am working on... A second podcast with...
0: You're starting another podcast?
1: So, yeah, I'm start- Without me? <laughs> so, yes, I am Which, starting honestly, another podcast without CJ. I don't want to edit two
0: podcasts in a week, so I'm fine <laughs> with it.
1: Don't, like, count that out because you may be a special guest at some point.
0: I'm not editing it, though.
1: No, you're not editing it. Calm down. <laughs> um, so, CJ may be there at some point, but it is... Me and my best friend, Ali, are just going to be sitting down at this point every second week and getting drunk and talking about true crime or... um, A true
0: crime podcast featuring two women.
1: (laughs) And drinking. It's never been done before.
0: Amazing.
1: (laughs) Look, I I love true crime podcasts, so why wouldn't I want to do one?
0: yeah it makes sense
1: so look you know I it, it's definitely not an original idea but you've still, got a
0: trailer out already though
1: there is a trailer out already so if you want to listen to me more for some reason
0: it's definitely better than our first trailer uh, the website's better as well and the logo
1: we've well I learned from all the mistakes we made
0: yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Podcast 2 is launching a lot better than Podcast 1 did. Uh, my, um, your podcast is called The Devil's Margarita.
1: Devil's Margarita. Available
0: um, on all good platform services near you. We
1: just got accepted onto Apple Podcasts today. Ooh. So yeah, at the moment it's just a few. It's like Apple, Spotify, uh, Pocket Cast and a few others that I can't remember if you feel so inclined to go and listen, I'd be forever grateful. And we have a Twitter and an Instagram, which is just at Devil's Margarita. If you want to follow us there, I haven't really done any other promo for this yet, so it's looking a bit blank because we've only just started. You've only
0: got like a minute long trailer at the moment.
1: Yeah, like two minutes long. Yeah. So
0: I think it's a good trailer though. I I liked it. Thank you. I thought it was more interesting than our trailer.
1: Well, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah,
0: yeah. It, <laughs> it's kind of hard. Now. It's like she's gone off. She's doing this better looking sounding oh, podcast, and I'm sitting here like, okay, I'll keep editing. Fuck me, dead. And that's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, I look, you know, I'm not normally one to, like, toot my own horn, but I actually do think that this podcast is good. We're just not good at marketing it. <laughs> yeah, okay. And, I mean, we always get good feedback. That's
0: true. So either people really like the show or they just don't want to hurt our feelings.
1: Well, if they didn't want to hurt our feelings, they just wouldn't say anything. Mm. But the fact that people do say that they enjoy it and it's good. I don't know. And, I mean, Fuck Me Dead is definitely a more unique concept than what I'm doing. That is true. <laughs> With and devil's when that show gets
0: vastly more popular, you can plug this podcast on there instead. And...
1: Hey, all that cross promo. Hello. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, while you're Swoosh and things, fuck it, you can follow me on Twitch at twitch twitch.tv. <laughs> I'm playing Age of Empires at the moment. I don't know for how long. Okay. I might be rotating to play Sleeping Dogs instead. I don't know. I was only fond of Age of Empires, but Sleeping Dogs.
1: Okay. I just
0: felt like with Age of Empires, I was just sitting there with my mouth open <laughs> not saying anything. I was like, oh, oh, oh,
1: There was one point where I wondered if you were still streaming <laughs> because I hadn't heard anything from you in a while.
0: Oh, no. Maybe I shouldn't <laughs> be playing Edge of on stream. Yeah, then no, I look over and I'm like, oh, God, people have spoken to me. I didn't see that.
1: Whoops. <laughs> that's okay. That's the. Uh, so you have to balance when you're streaming. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to continue, like, promoing Devil's Migraine on this podcast, by the way. I mean, I might mention it when we officially launch, but then that's it. Yeah. I'm not going to be that person, you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I figured, why not? Um, your first episode is due.
1: We're hoping to drop it on the 30th. because Just
0: time for Halloween. Halloween. There's a really cool house near us that's decked out.
1: Yeah, I want to go see it when it's like dark and the lights are up. Let's go right now. No, okay. it's 10pm on a Sunday night. I've got to go to bed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's leave it there then. Until next week.
1: Yes, if you've gotten to this point and you've gotten through all that rambling, you're the best. Um, so, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll be back at the same time next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.